First uh, Thessalonians chapter five. Uh, <clears throat> reading out the Amplified version, of course. The day of the Lord. Now as to the times and dates, brothers and sisters, you have no need for anything to be written to you. For you yourselves know perfectly well that the day of the return of the Lord is coming just as a thief comes unexpectedly suddenly in the night. While they are saying peace and safety, all is well and secure. Then in a moment, unforeseen destruction will come upon them suddenly like labor pains on a woman with child. And they will absolutely not escape for there will be no way to escape the judgment of the Lord. Ooh. But you, believers, all you who believe in Christ as Savior and acknowledge him as God's son are not in spiritual darkness, nor held by its power that the day of judgment would overtake you by surprise like a thief. For you are all sons of light and sons of day. We do not belong to the night nor to darkness. So then let us not sleep in spiritual indifference as the rest of the world does, but let us keep wide awake, alert, and cautious, and let us be sober, self-controlled, calm, and wise. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who are drunk, get drunk at night. But since we believers belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and as and love, and as a helmet, the hope and confident assurance of salvation. For God has not destined us to incur his wrath. That is, he did not select us to condemn us, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Who died willingly for us so that whether we are awake, alive or asleep, dead at Christ's appearing, we will live together with him, sharing eternal life. Therefore, encourage and comfort one another and build up one another just as you are doing. All right, I thought it was going to talk about that scripture where one person will be sleeping and one will be in the field to will lie next to each other. One will be taken all right, that's in yeah Matthew chapter twenty four verse forty two men will be in the field, one will be taken and the other left. Somebody was just talking about that scripture on on um It's also in Luke seventeen thirty four. Someone was just talking about that on what's the name of that what that podcast? It's called um, Core Christianity. That's what this scripture kind of reminds me of, just like how be sober. Yeah, <clears throat> that judgment will come on people unexpectedly, suddenly in the night. Yeah. Anyway, Christian conduct, verse 12. Now, as we now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to appreciate those who diligently work among you, recognize, acknowledge and respect your elder, your leaders. 
I've been so used to saying that phrase, respect your elders. That one is, yeah, that's how I read it. Respect your leaders who are in charge over you in the Lord and who give you instruction. And we ask that you appreciate them and hold them in the highest esteem and love because of their work on your behalf. Live in peace with one another. We earnestly urge you, believers, admonish those who are out of line, the undisciplined, the unruly, the disorderly, encourage the timid who lack spiritual courage, help the spiritually weak, be very patient with everyone, always controlling your temper. See that no one repays another with evil for evil, but always seek that which is good for one another and for all people. Verse 16, rejoice always and delight in your faith. Be unceasing and persistent in prayer. In every situation, <clears throat> in every situation, where was I? No matter what the circumstances, be thankful and continually give thanks to God, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench, subdue, or be unresponsive to the working and guidance of the Holy Spirit. Do not scorn or reject gifts of prophecy or prophecy spoken revelations, words of instruction or exhortation or warning. But test all things carefully so you can recognize what is good. Hold firmly to that which is good. Abstain from every form of evil, withdraw and keep away from it. Every form, not some forms of evil, but every form of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through, that is, separate you from profane and vulgar things, make you pure and whole and undamaged, consecrated to him, set apart for his purpose. And may your spirit and soul and body be help, be kept complete and be found blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful and absolutely trustworthy is he who is calling you to himself for your salvation. And he will do it. He will fulfill his call by making you holy, guarding you, watching over you, and protecting you as his own. See, that's the thing. God is the one who does the work. He's the one who does the saving. <clears throat> if you allow him to. Yeah, but she got, yeah, you have to, like, allow him to do it. <laughs> that's why he said, don't quench the Holy Spirit. Don't quench that fire. Allow him to quench your thirst. Brothers and sisters, pray for us. Greet all the believers with a holy kiss as brothers and sisters in God's family. I solemnly charge you by the Lord to have this letter read before all the congregation. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. 
But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5a says, but God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him, and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.